Hey, you're listening to Traveling While Young, Dumb, and Broke. This is Marin. I'm Morgan. I'm Jade. And we're going to be giving you tips, tricks, and insight on how to travel while being young, dumb, and broke. Welcome back. Today we're talking about international travel. So super fun. We're going to give you guys ideas for where to go and what to do on your next trip abroad. I know all of us have gone international here. So Morgan, let's start off. Where have you been? Yeah, so I've been a variety of places, but I definitely say my favorite trip um, internationally was going to Europe. And so I went to Switzerland and then afterwards I went um, through Italy super super cool experience um and it's super nice that you can travel country to country in europe um pretty easily between like trains public transportations um short plane rides those sort of things and it's fairly cheap so it's pretty easy to get around which is super nice um but you definitely need to plan um the time difference changes so traveling takes about a whole day to get there um and then adjusting to their time and losing those um hours is something definitely to take into consideration So we started off in Switzerland, super cool. Um, That's probably my favorite part of the trip, super beautiful country. Um, You definitely need to go up into the mountains and um, see all the amazing views. It goes from like super green forests straight into um, like icy white snow. So it's it's just, it's amazing. Um, Definitely recommend, beautiful, never seen better views. Um, And then after we went through Italy, um, and so we started at the Malfi Coast, and kind of went through a different bunch of different places like Venice, Rome, um, the the main places, but the Malfi Coast is also beautiful with views. Um, Be prepared if you do go there for the tiny windy roads getting up there. That was (laughs) That was super scary going in. So if you have motion sickness or scared of heights, just prepare yourself because um, the roads are tiny and you're kind of on the edge of cliffs. So getting there was a struggle, but once you're there, it's definitely worth it. Super beautiful views. There's a few little beaches um, you can go to and just great restaurants, great food all throughout Italy, obviously. Um, But yeah, it was an awesome trip. All right. So you went to a lot of places, maybe for our listeners um, who maybe don't have, you know, two weeks to go travel. What's one place they should go to based on where you've gone? I would definitely say Switzerland. Um, that's probably one of my favorite countries I've ever been to. Um, just the sightseeing in general was absolutely unreal. But on top of that, the culture is super cool. It was fun to just kind of go hang out at restaurants and like sit on the patios and just observe um, the life and culture there just to hang around. So would definitely recommend um, Switzerland to anyone planning to go um, abroad. Yeah, I've I've always wanted to go to Switzerland, so that's on my bucket list. Definitely got to make it there. Yeah, I feel like Europe in general is just, like, so beautiful. And I I do like what you said earlier about being able to travel from country to country. It's, like, super nice that everything's really close, and you can just get on a train and kind of just go wherever you want to go. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I would say – Another way that you could do international travel that's a little bit more structured than that, Um, I actually did a study abroad. Um, And so I chose to do this my sophomore year. I knew that I wanted a study abroad experience when I got to college, but I wasn't really sure about skipping 
or missing on a whole semester here. So I kind of wanted a study abroad option where it wasn't necessarily cutting into the school year. Um, so there's a couple of different ways that you can do that, at least at Arizona State. The way that I did it was on my winter break um, of sophomore year. So it was just a two-week trip, and it basically just ended right before the holidays. So um, what's really nice about that is that you get your two weeks of study abroad, you get a credit out of it, um, like one class, so a three-credit class out of it, and then you still get to go home for two weeks and enjoy the holidays with your family or whatever you usually do during that time. So for a study abroad, I think um, the one thing to keep in mind is that you have to kind of plan ahead. For that, making sure that you're talking to um, your advisor and making sure there's an option for you. Um, I chose to do it within business because business is, um, I have a major within the business school, but I know there's tons of other study abroads that you can do a bunch of different classes on. Some are like stress management or whatever, but mine was international business, so it really applied and fit into my degree really well. And I was really lucky to be able to travel to Australia for my study abroad. Um, I, it was so beautiful. I kind of wish I had more time there. Um, but unfortunately, it was only that two-week trip. So when we got there, it was definitely structured. We were told ahead of time um, what day to fly in on. And so we had to book our trip separately. So that's like an additional expense I would just like to point out that study abroads can be a little bit expensive so there's definitely ways to apply for scholarships and all that if you need to um, but in terms of the flights um, we just had to fly in on the same day around the same hour and it was kind of fun meeting up in the airport and everything with um, the 20-ish people that ended up on that study abroad um, you get really close to the people you're with and it was kind of interesting because a lot of them um, came from completely different backgrounds and some of them weren't even like normal day-to-day um, -day ASU students. They were like online students. So it was really cool to meet a bunch of different people that way. And so the way study abroad is structured, you have some days of class and um, usually it's like three to four hours of class on any given day, just four days a week. And then you have a whole afternoon off. Sometimes they have different plans. Like we went to a, um, we went and hiked a mountain which was really beautiful because it was like a nice kind of like forest with um it kind of looks like flagstaff kind of Ooh. um but i don't know australia is just beautiful in that way and there's so many different scenes and then like uh, i would say like two three miles away there's the beach so it was definitely a cool trip we didn't spend that much time in the classroom a lot of it was making sure we got enough experience and um we ended up staying in a hostel, which is actually super fun because <laughs> you get fun activities every night. The hostel leaders are like the coolest people. Um, you get cool roommates and everything from the trip. So I made a lot of friends on that trip that I still talk to today. And we would just go out at night, kind of venture around the city on the weekends. We had a bunch of free time too. Um, so while there is some structure to study abroad, like the classes or the city tours or the tour guide, um, you get a lot of free time to kind of explore and just do your own thing. So I would definitely recommend doing a study abroad. Um, I would say my only thing that kind of went wrong is that Australia is kind of scary in terms of the bug scene. <laughs> so we found a lovely cockroach in the Ooh. shower. Um, but that really didn't take away from the trip. 
<laughs> I've heard about the the crazy bugs in Australia. So. Yeah, they're real. Yikes. I'm, I'm dying to ask, did you ever see a kangaroo? Oh, you bet. Oh, yeah. We actually, we all wanted to see one and we hadn't seen one by middle of the second week we were there. So our, our um, people that were leading this trip and tour guides decided to drive us into this weird um, place like two hours away from where we were staying. And there was just like this big open space, um, like a, just a road with green everywhere else and we just like saw a huge family of kangaroos just jumping wow. by that's, that's part of the australian experience oh, yeah. so oh yeah glad you got that in it was an experience <laughs> what made you like because i know some of the listeners want to you know help decide on where they want to go for a study abroad what made you pick australia well first of all i wanted to go somewhere that i had never been or that i think i would never really go myself just out on a whim mm-hmm. i feel like that's something um, not to discredit Morgan's trip, but I feel like I would just go to Europe, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have that confidence to just like go out and travel, um, the 15 hour flight to Australia. <laughs> so I liked having that structure and being able to have that. Um, so one was just being able to travel somewhere I've never been, but also I just kind of wanted to make sure I was sticking to international business because that's kind of my major, um, or like it goes along with my major really well. So the program and the location were like a great fit for me. So that's how I chose that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like our listeners need to do some of their research and see what their university provides. But um, tune in next Wednesday to hear about our quarantine travel. Very excited about that episode. And again, don't sit around, make it happen, get out there and go travel. Thank you.